Hey everyone, welcome to Between Us, the podcast that dives deep into the inner workings of our relationships in order to help you live a more authentic and meaningful life. I'm your host, Shadman. Today on the show, I am so excited to be chatting with Zach Stern. Zach is the CEO and founder of Official, the next generation relationship status that is gamifying the relationship for couples. Prior to founding his company, he was an investment analyst and associate at a $1 billion venture fund in New York City. He studied finance and business management at NYU's Stern School of Business. He loves speaking with founders and learning about what people are dedicating their lives to doing. Zach, so glad to have you here on the show today. Thank you so much for having me here today. You know, for for the audience's context, Zach and I, I think we connected about a month or two ago uh, and you introduced me to this app and I was just immediately drawn to the app just because of the fact that, you know, this entire podcast is centered around relationships and what you're doing with your app is kind of elevating the way in which we experience our relationships, kind of enhancing the honeymoon or enhancing rather the experience after the honeymoon phase for romantic relationships. You know, oftentimes what you find is that after the honeymoon phase, you know, fades away, you start getting into this comfort zone. You start not feeling as if you have those butterflies anymore that you wanted, you know, that you initially had when you first got into that romantic relationship. And you're thinking like, oh, is this really going to last? You know, is this really what I truly thought it was going to be when I first started out with, you know, my partner? And so it's a really interesting app that you've developed. And I'm really, really excited to be chatting about it and the different findings and learnings that you've discovered as part of this uh, development of this app to you know, keep that spark alive for people that are in romantic relationships right now. And to kind of start off, I'm really curious, you know, coming from a finance background and then transitioning into the startup world and specifically with dating, you know, it was, it's kind of like a very opposite side of the spectrum in a sense, you know, what initially got you interested in, I guess, one, getting into startups, two, getting into specifically the dating app game, and then three, you know, building out this app with official. Yeah, you know, I'll try to hit all those points. But like you said, when you typically think of finance guy, you don't think of relationships, you don't think of deep thoughts and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was blessed that I was able to get away from it before it was too late. I always wanted to go into startups. It was something that I knew as kind of a little kid. I loved tinkering. I always had hundreds of ideas and always wanted to kind of build something. So that to me wasn't the craziest part. The relationship aspect was a little bit out of left field. Uh, when I was little, my mom would always say that I was a little romantic, but I didn't think that would ever leave me here. What led me to really build official was kind of two side. It came from the financial side of things and it came from the emotional side. From the financial side, I kind of just saw that dating apps were pretty broken. I mean, if you look at a dating app, you'll see that there's just this misaligned incentive that no one's really talking about. It's really this kind of thing that when you're looking at the dating app, you're both the customer as well as the product. They're trying to match you with someone else. And when you leave, they lose you as a customer and they lose you as a potential match for someone. So when I was looking at that, I was like, wow, I've taken you know basic economics. I studied business. So mm-hmm. when you see that when someone leaves, that's bad, but it goes with their goal, you notice that there's a misaligned incentive. So when the dating mm-hmm. app wins, the user loses. When the user wins, the dating app loses. And that's why we see that over 40% of people on dating apps don't send a single message because half of them are either ghost accounts or they're not using it for their actual purpose. And it's something Mm -hmm. that I saw that I was like, wow, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Besides that, in the emotional side, I was dating my girlfriend long distance at the time. I was in London. She was in New York. 
I had a notes tab about her on my phone, another one about her family. I had Instagram save folders. We would plot different locations we wanted to go to around Europe when we would travel. And then at the same time, all of my friends around me were in these relationships and everyone wanted to be a quote unquote perfect couple. And it was something to me where I realized all of my information was so segmented. There was nothing around me that I could keep. And it was such an intricate part of my life, but there was no data around it like there wasn't any other part. So with that in mind, I wanted to create a platform with the key purpose of keeping it all in one place. And then what I realized was I wanted to make a platform to help me keep someone. There's thousands of platforms out there to help you find someone, but there's none to help mm -hmm. you keep someone. And so that's really our goal at Official is to help people have better relationships with those that they want to have relationships with. Yeah. That, you know, that, that point about wanting to, I guess, have a, I don't want to necessarily call it like a playbook, but having like that, that note yeah. section, like you were mentioning in terms of like, you know, remembering little details here and there that will help enhance the relationship, your experiences that you're going to eventually seek out, you know, in the future after that initial period of meeting together and getting to know one another, a lot of dating apps do miss out on that. It's like now you're in a sense off to fend off on your own. Like you were mentioning, it's like the dating app loses once you're gone. But in reality, it's a, it's a matter of, you know, all of us have busy lives. All of us are trying to, you know, figure out our own selves. And at the same time, you know, foster a great healthy relationship with our partner. And, and so I'm, I'm wondering from your perspective, you know, you often hear about this idea that, you know, people feel as if they get stale and they get distance after, you know, a couple of months, a couple of years, whatever the case may be of their relationship. And it might be just because like you mentioned, like they don't have this, this note taking kind of mechanism where they can kind of remember these small fine tuned details that can really enhance and take their relationship to the next level. Cause you're really getting in deep in terms of understanding your partner on a much deeper, more authentic level and not just the surface level trying to be the perfect couple like you were mentioning uh, on, on a surface level, on an exterior, exterior surface. And so from your time building official, you know, what have you found are some of the key indicators that point to this type of relationship where, you know, it's starting to burn, the, the, the initial flame is starting to burn out. And, you know, how can people avoid going down that path with official and just generally what you found? Yeah, that's a great question. What I would say is, first off, it's natural. Everyone gets to the end of that period after doing research of our own and after looking at research out there. The average honeymoon phase lasts from typically eight, it lasts until about eight to 14 months. And what we see there is that natural feeling of kind of the butterflies starting to fade away is, you know, you notice that love is hard. Love is something that is really a choice. And it's something that you have to put a lot of energy into. The best relationships are ones where people really put the effort into it. And I think that's something that's kind of the key point that people miss out. Love is not something that's easy and it's not something that just happens and just stays there. Love is a journey and it's something where you're growing with your partner for as long as you're with them. You're not just with them one day and then you're going to be with them tomorrow just because it's really you wake up every morning and you realize, wow, I'm lucky to have them in my life and I want to work to better myself and better my relationship so I can. So I think that's kind of the first big thing is that it's natural for so many people. And I would say a key indicator of this is just the fact that the more you do together is the better you can have your relationship. And that's kind of why we focused mm -hmm. uh, official on the first key point as helping couples do more together. Because you notice when you're doing more activities with your partner, you're releasing serotonin, it's activating the frontal lobes, and you're bonding with your partner more so, which continues to enhance these feelings longer. It's not that 
the relationship burns out or it's not that you lose this sense of kind of love. It's more so that you have to just keep putting in that effort and keep finding those interesting opportunities together. I would say kind of the best thing to do if you are feeling like this is to try to do something spontaneous. Try to remember the first time that you were with your partner and you felt something new. These new emotions and these new feelings, doing something new is what kind of helps us fall in love. And you can do that again Mm -hmm. and again. Yeah, it's so funny because when you think of those like new experiences at the at the initial phase, you're like, I'm figuring out all these different things about myself, about you know my partner during the initial phases, and and it's just just such an exciting period of time. And then as time goes on, you're thinking, oh, all these new exciting experiences, they're all gone. We've already done them. There's you know now we get into a routine. But I think with official, it helps you keep that variety, keep that spontaneity in terms of you know, wanting to constantly learn. It's like you mentioned, it's a choice of wanting to constantly learn new things about your partner and having those spontaneous experiences, those spontaneous ventures and journeys are what are going to bring you closer together rather than feel as if you're starting to get into a stale kind of more routine phase that you often hear about in a a dating, in a dating relationship. And so when, when it comes to, so I'm curious, is there a difference you found in terms of just for the sake of doing it, seeking out spontaneous experiences versus a more natural way of doing it. Do you find there's a a nuance there that does play into how the relationship plays out? Yes and no. I I would say there's a nuance there, but the, the key issue in that kind of black and whiteness of it is a lot of the times if they're, if you don't have that kind of catalyst to help you do it, you won't do it at all. So finding new things to do is very difficult. I live in New York personally. And there are days where I feel like there's nothing to do in New York. You and I both know, and everyone listening, there's plenty of things for me to do in New York. It's just that I haven't put in the effort to finding them. And we've gotten a lot of feedback where some people are like, well, why would I want to do a date when someone else found it? And I'm like, well, you're right. You're doing a date that someone else found, but you still get to have your own unique experience. I'm Mm -hmm. not writing the experience for you. I'm not telling you what to do, how to do it. I'm just trying to help people find different things that pique their interest. And that's kind of why we chose the first iteration of this is to really feed you and give it to you in the easiest, subtle way to allow you to do new things. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's such a great point because people feel as if they always want to have the answer. They always have to feel as if it's an original, yeah. original, original response in terms of, oh, I need to craft up a new idea from, from my own doing. It can't come from an external source. Otherwise, it, doesn't, it feels cheap and gimmicky. And that's, I think there's a, there's a little bit of a stereotype of, oh, you're not planning a date. You're getting this date idea from someone else. Then you know, do you even really care about the relationship? But like you were mentioning, it's, it's really more so about what that date, that, that experience that you're actually experiencing with your partner ends up meaning you know, what, whether or not it's planned by someone. And some people like it might be the case, like you mentioned, being in New York City, there's so many things to do, but you just, you know, might not know what to do. You don't know what's going to pique your interest, what's going to potentially pique your partner's interest. So you're in this like limbo kind of analysis paralysis. Oh, do I plan something? I don't know what to do. So I think officials really helping curate a lot of those different activities for then people to then explore and then, you know, help enhance the relationship without feeling as if, Eh, I don't really know what to do. It helps, you know, get over that barrier. And so from your time building official, how does that process work in terms of how you go about curating those activities based on, I guess it would be like geography based on a kind of profile. How, How does that process work? 
So it's been a long learning curve to figure that out. We curate and get our dates three ways. The first is we have a partnership with a company and we're really lucky to have them. And they tie into kind of national players and international players that allow us to have some of the greatest kind of entertainment out there, whether it's concerts, movies, dinners, cruises, amusement parks, we get that from them. Then at that same time, we have an internal team writing about different unique date ideas. So whether it's buying a s'more maker from Amazon and shipping it home and having a, a indoor movie night, something like that, where you're not going to find that on any kind of recommendation list, but it's something where we're, we're really trying to write and trying to make it so that no matter where you are, you can find it. And then that last piece is official in and of itself is also a social media platform. So one thing that I realized and kind of what I was talking about before was I wanted a platform that I could use that would save my, my kind of relationship and document it. But at the same time, we know that relationships are super personal. So we give users a choice. You can either post privately, so just to you and your significant other, to your friends, which would be more like Instagram, or -hmm. publicly. And when you actually post publicly, that gives that date recommendation to anyone around you. So -hmm. we allow it to have community-focused dates as well, because we feel we don't know all the answers. There's going to be some incredible dates, and there already have been where people have put things like whale watching, just going to Home Depot and trying to find something to build together. The randomest things that people enjoy doing, I'm not going to know them all. So I'd much rather let the community also kind of curate dates around them. And that's what we've really allowed them to do in the first kind of iteration. Yeah, I, I love this whole social community aspect of the, of, of the, of the entire experience and app because it's, it's more like, oh, we're all in this together, you know, all of us around the world trying to figure out different experiences, different date ideas. And like you mentioned, not all of us have all, all the answers, but when others can kind of give you some ideas, give you some sources of inspiration, like, oh, that's actually a pretty cool idea. And you might think, oh, and your partner might be like, oh, what do you think about this idea? And you're like, I would have never thought you would have liked to have done that. And it's like, you know, Zach, Zach and team were, didn't necessarily think of that either, but someone was able to yeah. post that. And now, bam, you got a new experience. So I love that. And so from all of these experiences that you've been able to craft kind of this entire library of experiences for people in different localities, what are some of the simplest ways you found from this entire research of curating dating date, different dates and different experiences that so far help couples to keep that spark alive with their partners? Yeah, I would say it's two things. One of the things is really just trying to set time aside to really make sure that you do it. So it's one thing to identify that you want to do it. It's another thing to take action and actually go through that route. Mm -hmm. And then two, it's doing things that you both enjoy. Life is all about compromise, but it's also all about doing something that you're both going to really enjoy. And it's not something that you have to enjoy every day. You both don't have to love everything you do, but you should both enjoy it because you're with the other person. And I think that's something that really should go without saying. Relationships are very difficult, but they still should be fun, especially when you're doing something fun. So what we found is that some people love swiping and love just swiping left and right on different dates and ideas, but a lot of them don't do anything. And then there are others who just post their own dates and then don't swipe at all. And it's interesting because you see that Either party may be happy, but we think that they'll either be happy, they'll be more happy if they were able to do both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Just finding your own dates or just curating dates is difficult, but mixing them together and allowing people to do more than they initially thought is even better. 
like you said before, we don't have all the answers and I don't bet my users have all the answers either. Everyone's looking for help. And this is one of those things that we're trying to build a platform in a community of people, like you said, that just want to do it together and want to try to have a little fun while doing it. Yeah. So on that note of, like you mentioned, it's a matter of, yeah, blocking out that time of actually wanting to do it, not a matter of just swiping left or right. How have you found, is that really just something that's out of your control as, you know, the developer of the app or how, how do you get people to get over that hump? Is it, is it really yeah. a matter of the community that really helps foster that kind of, that impetus for people to make that time versus it just being like a swipe left, swipe right, like traditional dating apps? So in my, in a very altruistic sense, I'd love to say that it just happens, but it doesn't. So what we're doing is we're kind of talking about the piece that we haven't touched upon, which is the gamification aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to gamify relationships as well to allow couples to get rewarded for things they're already doing or things that we think they should be doing. So whether it's checking in on each other and seeing how they're feeling, going on dates or swiping, we give couples in-app kind of currency that they can then use in the future to actually get discounts off of dates. So it's something where we're incentivizing people and we're guiding them and we're kind of using this kind of little carrot to try to incentivize them to do this. So I can't make you go on the dates, but I can help you swipe through them and reward you for posting. So it helps both them and us. It helps us because then we get new great date ideas and it helps them because then they're actually getting to do what we're hoping for them to. Right, right. Got it, got it. So then does it ever get to a point where the users get so good at this. They're like so great at thinking about new ideas. Zach has helped them out with, with the app. They're like, oh, we don't need Zach anymore. They end up offing off. Or do you feel as if it's just the community that you've been able to build and that that sort of gamification? It's like, what's the new thing that I can do that Zach is, you know, helping me, uh, helping me exp um, discover and explore? Yeah. So, you know, we're lucky. We're very new. So it's one of those things where we, we still have a lot of tricks up our sleeves. And we're really developing in kind of our V2 and V3, we've already outlined a lot, a lot deeper concepts. So whether it's touching intimacy, help, guidance, we're really trying to help relationships or even just show you what a healthy relationship is. One thing that we didn't realize at first is a lot of people have in their mind an unhealthy relationship. Some people, unfortunately, their first relationship is when they're in high school or when they're in college and it could be an unhealthy or toxic relationship. And then that's mm -hmm. their benchmark as to what the relationship is. So right. we're trying to educate people as this is what a typical healthy relationship looks like. Your relationship might not fall into this exactly, but this is typical. It can deviate on either side. And obviously, if you feel happy and you're doing okay and you're safe, it's a great relationship. But this is the basic of a healthy relationship and that's where we're kind of going into next. And that's something where there's no one really else in the space that's trying to show you and educate you in such a way where we want to just guide people and help them in every step of the way, whether it's their first date or whether it's their thousandth date, we kind of just want to be a resource to them. So we think we're building out a platform that allows us to do that and that we're going to keep adding dates and keep adding things where they're not going to get bored. No, yeah. I, you know, I, I love this entire platform of giving all these different different types of experiences to people. And yeah, I think it's more so like you mentioned, kind of taking it, you know, incrementally step by step, you know, next stage is, you know, what does a healthy relationship mean? You know, getting into that, 
deep psychology of potentially what people might be bringing in from past relationships into their current existing relationships to to further enhance it and maybe rewire some of the way that uh, some of the beliefs that they may have had to enhance their current relationship and then the the experiences that are curated on the platform are then helping them you know evolve that new mindset that they're developing so i absolutely love it and so so zach you know what i like to do at the end of each and every single one of my podcast episodes is this final segment I call the three keys to relationship. And so this is a segment where I ask guests three questions to kind of gauge their own insight on relationship management. And these pertain to any and all relationships. So with, you know, friends, family, your romantic partner, business colleagues, what have you. And these aren't quick fire questions as well either. So I'd love to hear you expand. And so the first question I have is what's your number one relationship red flag? So should I answer this to all relationships or should I keep it focused to kind of what I focus on? What, what, what would you prefer? Either or, either or, you know, we, we, can, we, we, can, we can do some of these questions, you know, more specific maybe to romantic partnerships, but okay. we can also expand it all to life at large as well. Maybe it's one and the same. I don't know. Or maybe we can do both answers t- separately. Got it. So I would say in a romantic relationship, the biggest red flag is when there's no trust. I would say that's something that is the foundation of any relationship. And if you don't have trust in the relationship, then it's not a healthy relationship because Mm -hmm. you should be able to go to bed at night and know that your partner is going to be there for you in the morning and that everything's going to be okay. And without that kind of baseline of trust, you're not going to be able to develop and grow with that person the way you should. Uh, From an overall relationship status, I would say that kind of follows as well, whether it's family, friends, or business. Trust is something that you need at any level to have a strong relationship, whether romantic or not. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Trust is the foundation of everything. You know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, it takes forever to build up, but you can immediately go away within a second. And I think regardless, you know, friendship, family, romantically, business-wise, whatever whatever type of relationship, trust is the foundation in terms of wanting to establish a healthy relationship, one in which you know, this entire podcast is centered around the idea that we want authentic, long lasting, sustainable relationships. And trust is the true foundation for that. And so the second question I have is what's the most underrated relationship quality in your opinion, then? The most underrated quality, I would have to say is sincerity. And I mean that in the sense that, especially in a romantic way, you need someone who you can be sincere with but you also need someone who can be yourself with, whether that's kind of silly, crazy, weird, you need to find someone who can deal with your weird. And I think that's the most underrated quality because it's something where when you can be weird with your partner and they understand you and they make you feel accepted, it's the greatest feeling you can find. Yeah, no, definitely. You you think of all the relationships, you know, romantically, friend-wise, business-wise, like you think of those silly times that you have where you really just let loose and let your you know, we, we often go around in the world of having this kind of mask up this persona on, but when in reality, when you, like, like you mentioned, you just let yourself loose, you're super silly with someone. That's when you find the truest relationships that do matter. And that is something that hopefully I think this last year, everyone has been able to adopt into their way of being and and relating to others. So I, I absolutely love that. And the third and final question I have is what's your own mantra or slogan when it comes to relationships? I don't know if it's a slogan per se, but it was something that my father told me that his father told him, and it's kind of a rule of thumb. 
And it's to whenever you're angry, don't make a decision. And whenever you're emotional, don't make a decision. Wait 24 hours. Let it subside and never make a real decision that can alter your life in a sense in a in a massive way when you're upset, when you're emotional, or when you're angry. Because it's something that you're not thinking clearly. And mm-hmm. especially in relationships, you never want to act under that kind of harsh reaction where you just jump into it and you get angry and you say, okay, we're done. Or, okay, I don't want to see you again. Or leave. And it's something that, while you can take it back the way you say it, you can't take back its implications. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that for relationship management is something that I try to live by to the best of my abilities. Oh, yeah. That, that is such a great, great thing to keep in mind always. I, I've been on, I personally been of the, the experience where I made some rash decisions under emotional duress and it, it's, it's, we it's, all have. it's hard to live by. It's hard to live by. And, and like you mentioned, you can take the decision back in a way, but the implication always stays with you. Like I'm thinking right now, there's some decisions like I personally have experienced where I'm like, oh, I wish I could have had that back. And, and, and it just feels as if there's like a stain on a relationship because of it. So I think being able to, and it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to really yeah. manage your emotions, understand where those emotions are coming from and being able to control them in a healthy, healthy manner in such a way where you can, you can relate to others in a much more grounded state, not one in which you're completely feel as if you're out of control, feel as if, like you mentioned, your emotions are taking control of you. So, you know, I absolutely love that. And and so Zach, you know, this has been such a great conversation. I'm so glad to have gotten to know more about you, more about what you're doing with official, how you're helping people, you know, enhance their relationships past just the traditional dating app services where, you know, after you initially meet someone, there's still so much more you have to experience with this person, so much more you're wanting to learn about this individual. And the different types of ideas and experiences and ways in which you can learn about them. Often we feel as if we're stuck trying to figure it always out on our own. Eventually it's like, how much more can I do in the, you know, the geography I'm currently situated in, or how much more can I learn about, you know, my partner? I feel as if I've learned the whole, like everything about him, but in reality, you know, like you mentioned, it's a lifelong journey. It's a choice of wanting to constantly learn. And, you know, official is providing this platform to help individuals learn more about their partner through curated experiences. And so for, for the listeners and, and the viewers, if they're interested in learning more about you, learning more about official, you know, downloading official, you know, how can they best get connected with you and the entire official platform? Yeah. Best way to connect with me is find me on Twitter, Stern, Zach, S-T-E-R-N-Z-A-C. That's just my handle. Uh, right now we're actually stopping downloads. So we went a little crazy this past week, we went viral in Europe. So we put up we put up a wait list for the time being, but we'll we'll be back up and running in probably early early June is what I'd say. So right mm-hmm. now, if you want to get on the wait list and you want to be one of the first people onto it, uh, find us at getofficial.co. Okay, awesome. And yeah, I will be linking all that down below in the show notes or the description for the viewers. And you know, when this when this episode gets released, I think it'll be right around the time when the Perfect. app. Will- will be back out so for for those of you listening you're jumping in at a perfect time when zach and the entire official team and platform is back up and running so so zach you know i definitely enjoyed you know talking to you today to learn more about you know what official is all about all the different 
research that has gone on behind official and, and, and learning how to further enhance a, a, a romantic partnership past just the way the original ways in which you know traditional dating apps and dating app services are going about it and so i'd love to leave some time here for you to kind of leave your own kind of official stamp um some some words of wisdom or any other lasting messages you'd love to leave with the audience okay putting me on the spot i like it uh i would say the biggest thing that i could leave anyone with is just the thought that whoever you're with they should make you feel like you're living another day for a reason. And a lot of people are out there who do this, whether it's in their romantic lives or whatever it is, but live your life for a purpose and try to find something. The best way to do that is by finding people to share it with. And it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be colleagues. It can be friends. It can be family, but always make sure to find people around you who when something's not right, you can just go to them, give them a hug and just not talk for a minute because sometimes we all just need a reset. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, everyone. Remember, we don't make relationships. We make relationships better.